Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Michael Mamina is a master life coach with multiple certifications and global professional experience whose passion is to create the space for successful people to increase their self-worth and net worth while achieving their desires. Self-worth is a dynamic of emotional and mental health that is often sadly neglected. There are so many nuggets of wisdom that Michael and I share throughout this conversation as coaches, as we share similar philosophies and the exact same mission. I hope you find what you need in this episode to be the change you need to be. Welcome, Michael, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me here today. Now, you're joining us uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, um, all the way in the States. Um, For those who haven't heard of you, can you please go ahead and tell us who you are? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I am a multi-certified life coach. Um, working with people here, um, specifically in the United States, although some international, to really work on the essence of some healing and self-love. And that's sort of my MO. I love um, using the tagline or working with people to always remember to fly, which is to first love yourself. And so I am a certified life coach. I am a health coach. I am... A, a wedding officiant and a life cycle celebrant, which is really fun to do. I'm also an infinite possibilities trainer, which is why you see thoughts become things behind me if you're familiar with Mike Dooley and his work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have lots of um, lots of experience and lots of years um, working on myself and then turned it toward being in service to others leaving a 30 plus year career um, as a creative director for several giftware companies here in the United States and just realizing it was time for me to shift and be in service to others. And, you know, once I did my own work, that's when I realized how important it could be to support others in their work. So maybe that gives you a little bit about what I'm about. 
Mm, and gosh, where do I start in all of that? There's so much there. Wherever um, you want. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to start with self-love, uh, basically, uh, because uh, we're in 2023. You know, there's a lot of people still today who don't like themselves. They really do not like themselves. And no doubt with the people that you speak to and coach, you'd see this every day. You know, they they can't find joy or passion in their life. They really despise themselves. Um, how can we help people change that those attitudes in their mind so they can see themselves in a different way? Well, the way I actually do that um, is – Mirroring a journey I took on with myself, essentially, I was that person. I was that person that really didn't love myself, didn't really even understand the concept of what self-love is. And through taking that journey inward, as I like to call it, and what I like to do is take people through that inner journey, which usually sometimes is the hardest journey that they can actually take. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we explore beliefs or worthiness or how to set healthy boundaries for yourself, um, how to really learn what self-love even is. And through, through taking that inner journey, you have that opportunity to really see what's in the way of you truly embracing your your own ability to, to love yourself. Lady Gaga just posted something today, which I just loved, where she just said, you know, when you learn to love yourself, then you could just let it out into the world and you can allow other people to love themselves as well. So when you take that journey to self-love and you take the steps toward that, then what you get in return is so much more love because you're seeing life in a very different way. Mm. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I think social media has a lot to answer for nowadays, uh, particularly when it comes to self-acceptance, self-love um, and and the beliefs that we have uh, because, you know, we see all the Instagram influences, you know, with, with all the bodies and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that can do a lot to our own beliefs in our own self-image and how we perceive ourselves, can't it? Yes, absolutely. Social media plays a huge part in that, as did traditional advertising and television for so many years. But what really is the the core of a lot of our beliefs is all the way from when we were children. Mm. You know, we are... I, I use the phrase, and it's, it's nothing that I coined, but that we're meaning-making machines. Mm. So everything that we experience in life we make it mean something about us. So if for some, for instance, you know, I was a a bullied child, Mm -hmm. I made that mean that I wasn't worthy of so many things in life. So those beliefs that we, we, we take on as children, we carry them through our life. And then we're always playing that comparison game. And as you said, social media, you know, hits us with Mm. all of the images of what we should or should not be. And we play that comparison game. And when I I always say, when you play the comparison game, nobody wins. Mm -hmm. But the challenge is really looking at those beliefs. And I work a lot with my clients to look at what we call a shadow belief or what Carl Jung actually called a shadow belief where these beliefs are so deep inside of us 
myself included at the time when I started the work, that you don't even realize that they're there and Mm. they're really driving your life. Mm. Every choice, every action that you take comes from your beliefs about what you think about yourself, about where you fit into the world. And myself being a gay man and being in a marginalized community, you know, the world tells me that I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough Mm. on so many levels. Mm. So then you take that on and you go out into the world and you try and navigate and things you you think things are fitting, but they're they're not quite fitting and you don't exactly know why. And I know that was my experience. You know, I always say like I used to feel like I was standing in a room full of people, but I really wasn't ever there because I never felt like I belonged because of my beliefs. Mm. And some people listening to this might think, well, that's that's great. Michael, but I mean, how do we change these belief cycles that we have? Like, how can we break those patterns so that we don't believe it anymore? Well, I can tell you that there's a proven process that um, I take people through where you're, you identify where you're stuck in your life or where there's a, a potential belief or what that belief is. And these shadow beliefs sound very simple, like I'm not worthy or I'm stupid or I'm not good enough. Um, And they usually come from an origin point in your childhood. So what we do is we identify where we're stuck. We identify where we formed that belief. We actually go back and we, we look for that point of origin, as we call it. We look at the situation Now, not from the child who has sometimes a challenge discerning, but from an adult who can look at the situation differently and see what was really the truth, what is fact and what's fiction. You know, what's the story I made up versus what really happened in your life. Mm. And when you could look at it and you could discern it from an adult's perspective, Oftentimes what it does is it diffuses the belief because you're actually able to say, oh yeah, I, I, I get why my mother was not giving me the ice cream, you know, because we really didn't have the money, but I didn't know that at the time. I just thought that I wasn't good enough to have ice cream. Yeah. So we bust open those beliefs. And when we do, then we write or we, we, we work toward what we call an empowering belief, where the other one is a little bit more disempowering. Mm-hmm. Then we we work with what is an empowering belief. So once we know what is the truth, we can restructure it and we could look for an empowering belief that then you could move forward in your life, realizing that that old belief no longer serves you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I know it's a lot of steps, yep. but... Yeah. And, you know, beliefs can, like, if we can, you know, just change the perspective of a belief and understand its origin and where it came from, like, that's life changing stuff. Um, I, I know, I know I've had some really big aha moments where I've discovered where some beliefs came from. And, and, you know, into your 40s, you're, you still got this belief and you're unconsciously making these decisions, doing these things. And you're going, why the hell am I doing this? And then you're like, Oh, I get it now. You know, like when you dig deep and you ask yourself a question, where did this come from? Where did this start? Why do I do this? What sits underneath that? 
And then right. I know, I know for me, I there was one in particular was around lack and scarcity, and and you know, um, growing up not having a lot of money, all those kind of things, and and picking up that energy from parents who were also working incredibly hard, um, and then that lack and scarcity became a, a shared belief, and then you, you get later in in life, and you have these beliefs around money and and you know success and what you can have and all these kind of things, and if you can break those belief patterns. Um, you can achieve great things. You really can. Yes. There's something called generational um, beliefs even where it's like your grandparents might have thought something. So therefore, then your parents picked it up and then they sort of gave it to you and then you pass it on if you then have children. It's, and it becomes like a, a generational thing that when you do the work and when you realize that it has been something that's been a belief of your your family for a long, long time, you then have the opportunity to sort of break the chain, as mm. I call it, mm. and and look at um, a, a lot of healing that I believe energetically could be healed going backwards mm. that then propels you to be able to move forward in a different way. Mm. Now, I'm super curious, Michael, about infinite possibilities. Tell yes. me more. So infinite possibilities is just that, that we all have what it takes to have the life that we desire. You know, thoughts become things. When you think about it, it's going to sound very simple to say, as Mike Dooley likes to say, when you think about brushing your teeth, you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth. You make that happen. So infinitely, you can create anything, if you really, really think about putting your mind to it, when you thought about potentially putting together this podcast, you know, it was something that became a thought, an idea, and you put it out there and you figure out how to make it happen. When people start looking at um, things that they believe that they know that they're feeling good about and successful about, they see that, yes, this was a thought that I had. And from that thought, I went into action. And there were times perhaps that I stumbled. And that's when, again, my work with beliefs come back in. What's in the way? What's blocking you? What is the, you know, the belief of, well, my, my, you know, grandfather never made it on the radio. Why would I make it on the radio? You know, like something like that. How can I do a podcast? So we work through beliefs and we then look at what's possible. And we look at who can support you to get there. You know, what what do you uh, need in terms of resources? Whatever the case may be for you ultimately to get to where you want to be. I do the same thing with my reinvention coaching or what I call jump coaching. Jump and your life will appear. Where if you have an idea of something that you really want in your life, we look at basically how we're going to get you there. And we're going to put a roadmap together. And the more you think about it and the more you put action toward it, the more it will actually manifest. When you when you intentionally, sometimes and not intentionally, you don't even know you're doing it, are sabotaging things like that, it won't ever happen. It just can't because energetically you're sort of, you know, squashing it before it even happens. Mm. So infinite possibilities is actually a program for adults. And for children, there's a whole program that I teach for children for infinite possibilities where 
you're really looking at, you know, what, what could your, what is your desire? And then how do we get you there? And what is potentially in the way? And then what do we need to do to actually make it happen? Mm. And I absolutely love this. And one of the things I, I love to talk about on this show is manifestation. And, you know, um, people might think it's a little bit woo-woo, but it actually is real. Um, you know, I uh, tell people, you know, my formula for how I do it. And no doubt you and I are very similar in our approach, Michael, but, you know, I, um, I'm i also a spiritual coach. So I, um, you know, I encourage people to write down with clarity every single thing they want to achieve. Doesn't matter how blue the sky is, just go for it. Um, and, what I've done is I've written down very specific things like in infinite detail and everything you see behind me I've manifested from visions as well. Um, so um, even my brand you'll see behind me was a vision. Um, so all of these things I, I can visually see them, feel them and, and I'm experiencing them in my mind and I put it out to the universe that this is exactly where I want to be and I you know, I embody the entire experience and then I let it go out to the universe. I don't, I don't try and drag myself toward it. I don't look for the how. I just trust and know that I'll get there. And by taking consistent action and doing the things that you need to do to get there, it'll all just fall into place seamlessly. And I've seen things happen for me that were written down on that list within three months like you couldn't, I swear you couldn't predict it. It just happened like that. Yes. Yes. It was incredible. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I would know that it's because you know you have your knowing. You know the universe has your back. Mm. And that's what so much of of infinite possibilities is about it's trusting again it's not in the in the how it's the trusting that it's going to show up for you when it's time for it to show up mm. and that's where intuition plays a big part as well isn't it like understanding that knowing and that gut feel like is this right is this exactly on point is there any doubt or resistance because if there is you, you know you're not on path um correct i i find that intuition is so so valuable if you can tune that in and trust in it, it does amazing things yes absolutely and um you know i love what you said about you know like you can see it you can feel it you can you know be it you know so much of the, so many people are afraid to even have a vision because they don't even think they're worthy of having a vision mm that it takes them time to even get to that before they can get to that manifestation point. Mm, exactly. And so many people want it on their timeline mm. and it doesn't always work that way. Mm. And you it's, know, I just, had, I just had an experience if I could share it quickly yeah. where um, years and years ago, I was at a weekend seminar called the shadow process. And in it, I saw myself walking on a beach wearing white getting ready to um, be a leader of a retreat. And I was sort of like, wow, I wonder what that's about. Well, I just was in Costa Rica three weeks ago and I was walking along the beach and I was preparing 
for not to actually do the retreat, but I was preparing. I went to Costa Rica to build the retreat so that I can start bringing people on spiritual transformation journeys in Costa Rica. And I looked at myself and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm standing here. I'm wearing white. I'm walking on the beach. My vision has come to pass. There it is. Now it took six years, but it was there and Mm -hmm. I knew it was there. And it felt so authentic. And and that's what I love about trusting the universe and and trusting yourself because we are the universe. Mm. You know, we are that. It's it's inside of us. That's why I love the journey to self-love because the more you can turn inward, the more you can learn to love and trust yourself. Your knowing gets so much higher that you then can live in that flow that you were talking about. Mm. There's there's two things out of that that have just floated up for me, Michael, and one of those is dreams, you know, um, and, and I'm talking subconscious dreams. Um, I had a, a dream that a, a very good friend of mine um, and I were traveling around and we were meeting all these really important people. Anyway, I was in LA um, last year. We were together going around meeting all these important people. I was like, this is it. It's just happened. Like, do you do you also experience that as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There there are times where um, I'm not even sure which dimension I'm actually in. Mm. Like there are times where I'm – and even when I was just in Costa Rica, I had not ever been on um, – on a spiritual journey in Costa Rica, which I was this time and doing all this deep work and doing all this planning. But there were days where I would wake up and I would go, okay, am I, is this (laughs) my dream or am I here or, and I've been really, really fortunate also that I spent a lot of time in Peru and would also have that alternate reality thing where I would be dreaming and then I would wake up and I was still sort of in it which was really fascinating to me. And I also noticed for myself that when I get busy into my workaday world, so to speak, mm-hmm. I sort of lose sight of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my sight or whatever we want to call it, like sort of fades away. And so now I very intentionally will make sure I start my day with some time where I, I do a morning practice where it's, you know, I got to get focused. I've got to return to me. And I also have my four, my four affirmations or my four thoughts that I'm manifesting moving forward, um, which are coming to pass. You know, one of the things that Mike always says too is write it down, as you said, you know, do it on a post-it note, stick it on your bathroom mirror and each morning, if you just spend a couple of minutes, you're just reaffirming to the universe what you want. Mm. So. And there's so many different ways and theories and, you know, practices that people use for manifestation and none of them yes. are right or wrong as long as they work Correct. for you and unique. I know is it the founder of Mind Valley? he has one where uh, he has this box and it's like a box of secrets and he writes them in there and they manifest so he puts them all in a box and puts them away and then that's that's the way he does it so everybody has and then other people have affirmations they have you know and they have certain number of times they're going to say it and all these kind of things but again it's coming back to beliefs right 
Yes, absolutely. Mm. And and one of the things that you said before that I want to touch on was, you know, be really careful with your words, like mm. be impeccable with the way you you ask for what you truly desire. Mm. Because that that will dictate your outcome. You know, so there there are times where like um I was with with someone a couple of weeks ago and I I said, "Oh, I've never um something like I've never had um I've, I've never had the experience um of I don't even know what it was. I've never had the experience of um I, it was even either in a dream or whatever it was. I'm sort of losing my track on this, but it's really important. So let me get to it. Um, it was something like, you know, I, you know, no, I haven't actually um, had that happen to me in my life. And what she turned around and said to me, let's rephrase that and say, no, I wasn't aware of those things happening in my life until now. Mm. So it was just shifting that awareness slightly to I wasn't aware versus no, I've never had, you know, which is sort of that like no is sort of moving it away versus I wasn't aware is sort of bringing it to you. So there is that expansion and there's the contraction part of of manifestation also to be conscious of when we're in that mindset. Mm. And, you know, there's... I love that you've said that because there's such a power in words. And uh, just this morning I saw, and I know I talked about social media in in not such a light way before, but um, I I saw a post this morning where someone was talking about don't talk death into your life. And I was like, huh. And it was like, you know, again, coming back to the beliefs and the things, the stories we tell ourselves, you know, like, oh, I hate my body or, you know, my job sucks or all these kind of things. You're talking death into your life. And it's like, think about the words that you not only speak, but also think, because that's all part of your manifestation. The more you bring that energy in, the more you're going to get it. Absolutely. I just wrote a blog uh, last week, as a matter of fact, on the monkey mind. Mm. How the Buddha said over 2000 years ago that we've got all of this chatter going on that um, is oftentimes used as a protection mechanism. But in fact, it's it's really holding us back and it's creating more fear than anything else. And we when we succumb to the monkey mind or the monkeys and they are in control, um, it can it can really take you down a path that that is not enlightening at all. Um, but when you can calm them down, you know, and I actually said in this blog, you know, if you could just sort of say, as if you would say to a child or, you know, like, let's pause, let's take a breath, you know, let's, let's change the way we're looking at this and let's calm down, mm. you know, let's look for what's right and what's wrong here. And oftentimes that will help to settle down the monkeys, you know, so much of what I always say, even with the beliefs, you know, I say this to clients all the time, is it controlling you or are you controlling it? Mm. Same thing with the monkey mind. Is it controlling you today or are you controlling it or them, so to speak? And that's, again, it's coming back to being conscious and being aware um, because, 
so many of us just go through autopilot, you know. We go through our day not conscious of, like you could drive to work and not even remember every single turn, you know. We just become these <laughs> these autopilots of our life and before you know it, a year's gone, two years are gone and you're like, where did all that go, you know. Yes. Like, yeah. and we're not, and I know this is something that really became apparent to me when I was in LA was there's so many people living a life, but they're not in it. Yes. So yes. like consciousness is such a big thing. Yes. I actually use this, um, this line also with clients, like don't just live out the rest of your life, like live the life of your dreams. Mm. So many people are so comfortable just sort of going into autopilot and just, you know, doing what they need to do to get through whatever they think they need to get through mm. versus to have and to experience and to enjoy. I mean, there are so many people that truly still have this collective consciousness of life needs to be difficult or else. I haven't done my job or I'm not good enough. They've equated their value, their worth to how difficult a situation is. Mm, yeah, exactly. I was um, yeah. I was coaching with someone yesterday and um, they were going through a really rough spot and I said to them, you know, like they were trying to think of what they were going to do next and I was like, you know, just take a step back. Like let's just imagine this is a whiteboard you've just going to wipe it clear, just let go of everything else, just wipe it clear and just answer this question. If today was the last day you had to do this, is this what you would do? And they just went, oh. And then so it changed the mindset from a, you know, this, this stuck kind of, you know, not knowing to a, oh, I'm actually going to be grateful for what I've got and I'm actually going to see the value of what I've got and I'm going to make the most of it. And I was just like this mind shift just like that and I was like, yeah, if we can just step back and actually see how grateful and how lucky we are to have this life and live it, actually live it, grab it by both horns and live it um, instead of just trying to drag ourselves through. Yes. Mm. Yes, it's brilliant. You know, I, I also love to... Um, I love to have clients do something in the morning and something in the evening just to return back to them. It's a practice that's within the work that I do that was developed by one of my mentors, Nancy Levin. And what I love to tell people to do, even at night, is just if you can just, when you're laying in bed before you fall asleep, just think of three things that you're grateful for. Just three things. Even if it's the fact that you just made it to the bed you know, just, you know, that you had some food, you know, like whatever it is. And it's not to sort of be trivial about it. It's really to look at and, and taking a pause again and allowing yourself to see, yeah, even in the challenge, I have something that I could be grateful for. Mm. I mean, because we could talk about, you know, in every challenge, there's a lesson, there's a journey within yep. a challenge. We can go on and talk about that for an hour. Um but if you can find that gratitude every day, if you can end with that gratitude and start with the gratitude, and it takes less than 10 seconds sometimes, mm. it can change your entire life and certainly change your entire day. Mm. And even just the little things, you know, like 
Um, I know some people I talk to, they just, they can't find joy or happiness in anything. And I'm just like, do you ever just sit and like watch a sunset, you know, just watch a cloud and go, wow, you know, and wonder in nature and all the things around us and how they came to be, you know, just the little things. And it's so hard for some people to just disconnect and, and be able to do that. But it's yes. so, like, it just changes your whole mindset and your approach in life if you can just stop, breathe and appreciate those simple things. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. A, it's a game changer. And it's mm. very simple and it's free, but it is definitely a game changer. But, you know, you also have to you have mm. to sort of meet them where they are and realize mm. that there is something underneath that that's really really deep mm. that's that's prohibiting them from even that tiniest little bit of joy mm. yeah and yeah. and that's something that i love to support people to discover for themselves mm. now michael if people want to find out more about what you do and get in touch and maybe work with you where can they go well my website's probably the best place michaelmamina.com really easy just my name.com and on there, um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with me. You can, there's a free ebook on there, um, five, five minute steps to the life you want, you know, grab that. Um, that'll put you on an email list so you can hear all my great travels and all my great things that are possible there. But also there is a free discovery there. Um, I love to just connect with people, no obligation, just to see if there's a way that they need to be supported. So that's on my website as well. And then social media. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, and even I've joined the TikTok world um, just to, to be a different kind of influence there, just to bring a little bit of calm. So you can find me on TikTok as well. I love it. He's on the TikTok. Yes. Now, he doesn't know what he's doing on the TikTok, but he's there. None of us do. <laughs> right. Now, Michael, i got the last big question for you. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? The change that I would love to see in the world truly is for people to believe and love themselves. Mm. And that, I believe, is the core of so much that can change the world because the more we can all love ourselves, then we're not trying to grapple and get it from somewhere else. It becomes internal validation. And then the world can change from there because you have the ability to really stand in your power and to be comfortable with who you are and express your love. So that's really the change I would like to see. I would love to see people stepping into self-love in a much greater way. And tell me what the second part of that question was. How can we bring it to life? How do we bring it to life? Well, by working with amazing people like yourself and me. And also there are so many amazing books out there and podcasts and, um, you know, and, you know, how do we bring it for, to life by embodying it in yourself and, le and being an example for other people? Mm, That's yeah. how you bring it to life. And imagine if we amplified that around the world. Absolutely. What a different place it would are. be. <laughs> we are one we conversation are. at a time. We are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Michael, I know I could talk to you all day, but I'm 
going to give you some space because I don't think we've finished this conversation and I think there'll be more to come. I I can't thank you enough for being part of the ethical evolution. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hey guys. It's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Hass Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Yes.